Shalom, I'm Yoni, and you're listening to Kabbalah Pod. With being in the period of the three weeks of mourning, I know I've talked about mourning in the past, but I wanted to take this moment to reflect on it, because we've been talking recently about joy, and about relationship, and love, versus the angry man in the sky theology. We've been trying to explore that, you know, that we have a bright, beautiful, pure neshama, and the Hashem loves us, and we can be joyous at all times. Rabbi Nachman Breslov really points out the purpose of the joy at all times, and Rabbi Dobrakona Eish Torah discusses the concept of having a consciously, joyously observance of Torah and Halakha lifestyle in relationship with Hashem. Now, those things are very much true. But I wanted to, I wanted to contrast it and discuss today in regards to a balance of the calendar. Because within these periods of the three weeks of mourning and coming up here as Tisha B'Av, we have this time, this auspicious time of din that we're faced with and loss that we have in our calendar. And it's very easy from an outsider perspective or from somebody who just does things by rote to lose the true concept of what we're mourning and how we're supposed to mourn and instead get focused on this idea that God's angry at us and so we're repenting because God's angry at us. I think that's definitely the outsider perspective to Yom Kippur. And I think a lot of um, from people even have that perspective in relation to Rosh Hashanah. And so we just want to address that it's not that. It's not this God's angry at us. Does God get angry? Yes, we see it throughout Torah. He gets angry. God cannot stand Avera. He cannot stand sin. He cannot stand Yetzahara. However, we don't fully understand God. We don't fully understand Hashem. Himself. And we miss this concept here that while there is a holiness, a chavot to Hashem, there's also a chesed. And while there is a judgment, there's also a compassion. Din rachemim. We have this tiferes, this beautiful splendor, which is this compassion is what it is. And we lose sight of that. We we get so focused on one attribute that we forget that that's in harmony and interaction with the other sephiros. That they're, they are working together at the same time. It's not one being magnified. Human nature is to magnify one and lose sight of the others. We like to live our lives out of balance. And I know there are many people who don't like the word balance, but the word balance is very applicable in this regard because we do have to have balance where we have the attribute or concept of judgments, we have the opposites, which is compassion, where we have kindness, we have restraint or expansiveness, restraints and discipline, where we have this splendor, we also have this humility. And that is really an essential component of it. Yes, they're all in harmony, but there's also a balance. And part of our human nature, part of our Yitzhahara in particular, is to live out of balance and to overfocus on one component and miss out on the others. 
we're unbalanced. That's it's a human condition, but it's also one that we're not supposed to give into. We're supposed to ascend beyond that. And we're supposed to recognize that we need to ascend beyond that. So when dealing with this concept of the period of mourning, the three weeks of mourning from the 17th of Tammuz up to Tisha B'Av, where Jerusalem is sieged and the temple is destroyed, and we deal with the Holocaust being enacted and all these terrible, horrible, truly horrible things throughout Yiddish history. It's true. These things have happened. It's a period of judgment. It's a period of harshness. But there's also kindness within it. And we need to grab onto that and recognize that even though this is a time of judgment, we have the ability to turn that judgment from bad into good. We have that ability to take a harshness, a harsh decree, and turn it into a blessing. Esther does a great job of this. If you read about her life in Megillah's Esther, if you read about what she accomplished, she took something horrible and turned it into something beautiful. And that's something that Hashem affords us. Am I saying that we need to stop mourning? Oh, by no means. We definitely need to mourn, but we need to change the focus of our mourning. Instead of going, oh, well, today's a day of judgment and harshness and, you know, God, God's mad and angry. No, that's not it. God may be judging, but it doesn't mean God's angry. God's holy. And he is above our limited concept. He's above our understanding. And he's above being out of balance. Hashem is harmony. Hashem is a complete unification of the Sephiros because Hashem's a God. So we need to see that and embrace that and say, I may be out of balance and I may be viewing this on a one-sided perspective or on a limited lens, but it doesn't mean that Hashem is and it doesn't mean that I have to continue with that. We're dealing with a lot of horrible atrocities that happened during this period of time. And yes, we need to mourn for those things. We reflect on these horrible things, these suras that have happened. But our job in Tukun Alam is to take these suras and to heal them, to repair the vessel and restore the light. That's our job as a nation of priests, is to restore light. And I'm not talking in a esoteric kumbaya sort of way. I'm talking in a very mystical, beyond our comprehension, literally us observing this period of mourning and then changing what it's about or changing how we perceive it helps in this tikkun olam. These atrocities happened. These pains happened. We need to mourn it. We need to reflect on it. It's like a Yarzai in many ways. We're not changing that. We can't change that. What we can change is today and going forward. What we can change is our own perspective. It's not angry God in the sky that I fear judgment from. It's loving, compassionate Father, Avinu Shabashamayim, Father in Heaven, Right? It's recognizing the wholeness in our full and inability to understanding self. It's saying, I see these Seferos 
and I know this works in harmony and not out of balance. And it's going beyond ourselves and taking a step beyond ourselves and our limited capacity to understand that we are in mourning and Yarze for the past. And why are we in mourning beyond that? Well, should we be? Yes. But, but what what's the focus? The focus is an angry God. The focus is me. What have I done? What do I need to actually feel mourning over? A big part of Teshuvah is regret. It's easy to take regret too far and to live a life of regret. And that's completely missing the point. Regret is a rearview mirror where we see clearly the mistakes we've made. And because we've come to such an elevated understanding, because we've moved forward and grown closer to Hashem, we can see the darkness and the disgust on those decisions. And we can feel the shame and the humiliation that we allowed ourselves to fall to that level and we committed those actions. And then we can, but we can't stop there. We have to take it. We have to turn it and use that as a repentance. We beat our chest, the dewey. We, we stand before God and we say, I'm sorry. I see what I've done and it's not right. And I'm disgusted by it and I'm ashamed by it. And I'm sorry. Please help me turn this shame and humiliation into a useful tool to not commit that avera again and to restore the world to Konolam. So coming up to this Tisha B'Av, our focus is not God's hate God hates us and he's judging us and he's punishing us. Our focus is in every generation we have failed to ascend to the level we're supposed to be at. And during this time of judgment, horrible atrocities have happened. Partially because, maybe mostly because of our collective failure to be the nation of priests. But we're not going to blame ourselves in the capacity where we don't move beyond that. We're going to say, this Tisha B'Av, I recognize. I have this mourning of all these horrible things that have happened in history. And it's making me more cognizant of the mistakes I've made in my life. So I'm going to turn now. I'm going to do Teshuvah now. I'm not waiting till Rosh Hashanah. I'm not waiting till Yom Kippur. I'm acting now. And I'm changing and going to live for Hashem and not for myself. And if that means we have to list, list specific ways, then by all means. There's one thing that Chabad gets criticized for that I think is rather beautiful. They get criticized for the concept of one more mitzvah. That their kiruv, their outreach programs are all about taking on another mitzvah obligation in your life. And that that's their focus. And I understand the concept of, you can't just say, oh, well, this one mitzvah redeems all these other things. But what you can say is that as part of my teshuva, as part of my recognition of what I've done wrong, as part of my turning for tikkun olam, I'm going to take an act of effort 
in this mitzvah. I'm going to take an active effort and focus on this and improve my observance and improve my connection to Hashem via it and make it real. And that's one thing that we do, you know, with Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur is we, we pledge, oh, I'm going to do this this next year. And the goal isn't to say, oh, I'm going to take on every mitzvah all at once and be perfect 100% because, well, quite frankly, that's impossible. Uh, part of the human condition is the frequency ability to fail, not out of choice, but because of our limitation. And I think that's also a reminder that in our weakness, God can be magnified and that we need to rely on God more and develop that relationship with God. So as we're going into Tisha B'Av, it's not, oh, I'm going to be perfect and I'm going to be like an angel because if God wanted you to be an angel, he would have made you an angel. But God needed you to be a human so that you could repair and restore and have relationship. So what do we do? We don't do everything perfectly. We do the best we can in our circumstances and we focus on something that we can do actively now, realistically now, with meaning now. Yes, it helps in Tikkun Olam, but even more, it helps repair and heal your heart. And if we go into Tisha B'Av and change our focus from angry man in the sky to what can I do to repair my heart so that I no longer see God this way and I see what's really going on and I can have a true repentance. I can say, God, I feel the pain, the sorrow, and I have a yarzite for these past activities and for this period of judgment in the history. Help me change the narrative. Help me change the future and help me engage with you and have a deeper relationship with you as a result of my reflection of this past. Have a question or topic idea? We'd love your input and ideas. Send us a tweet, message Yidbrek on Facebook, or leave us a voicemail in the Anchor app. Not on social media? That's okay. Send us your ideas at yidbrek.com slash kabbalah. Be a monthly supporter on Anchor FM or by visiting yidbrek.com slash donate. You can also show your support by purchasing my custom-made Kabbalah bracelets or Yiddish artisan beard balm at yidbrek.com slash store. This podcast is a project of Yidbrek, building Jewish bridges. Learn more at yidbrek.com slash Kabbalah.